Hello, I'm Elizabeth, an obsessive backyard gardener who might be able to offer you a couple of tips. And I'm Keith, a landscape consultant, and I'm also passionate about gardening. The one thing we both have in common is muddy muddy boots. boots. Gardening is good for us in so many ways. But as wonderful as it is, accidents and mishaps can still occur. On today's podcast, we're going to talk about those dangers that lurk in the shrubbery and how best to avoid them so that we can really enjoy our time in the garden. Now, Keith, I think we should start with what is possibly the most common garden injury and one that you and I have both suffered on occasion over the years, and that is back pain. (laughs) Yeah, you betcha. Betcha, you know, it's it's that and chronic, you know, <laughs> chronic. I had two like two weeks in hospital Ooh. in bed with with chronic back pain because I was doing something I shouldn't have been doing and not you know and, do, and doing it in in a quick manner and that just is the bad thing to do. It's amazing it's you can you can just do one slightly wrong move in the garden. Yep. Well, it doesn't even have to be in the garden, but in the garden if mm. you don't have great posture exactly. or whatever it is, and you can stuff everything up. So now I know I now know after that, after what I went through, how important good posture is in the garden. Making sure to tighten the core and bend the legs when lifting pots or cans full of water and bags of fertilizer, all that sort of thing. But in my younger days, I would just launch straight into the mm. garden without a moment's thought of what damage I might might do to my body and really that is that so bad yep so best thing for moving heavy things around are either is either a trolley or a wheelbarrow and probably a trolley is the best because you don't have to lift anything too high That's so a trolley is a great thing for moving all those heavy objects that we just you just spoke about then and I think also, and perhaps going to, ha- you know, maybe doing a bit of gym exercise, you yes. know, making sure our calls are really strong. Yes. Just, you know, just if you're going to be a gardener, which there are plenty of, we've got to have pretty, you know, we've got to have a little bit of exercise and warming up before yep. we go out in the garden. Exactly. So it's not just the back that can suffer. There are necks, hands, elbows, wrists, ankles, knees, really just about every part of the body if we're not careful. Exactly. What else have you hurt? Anything else? I've hurt lots of things. Um, <laughs> I put a I put a um, I put a, a, a pruning saw through the back of my hand, right where the uh, a tendon runs down, and Ooh. damaged that into a bad way. My hand blew up to enormous, you know, enormous volumes. It was hideous, it looked absolutely hideous. And then, of course, I've got this nasty mulching machine that uh, I put my hand down too far into that, and uh, luckily I had a glove on and it ripped the glove and went <sighs> through the my finger through the nail of my finger, and that was a very painful. <laughs> little exercise that I went through and then of course doing things too quickly pruning wise with a pair of secateurs where you snip 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 (laughs) and the other hand gets too close and and you snip your hand off (laughs) you get a little nick on your finger and that's really painful so I always wear gloves when I'm doing gardening now particularly that sort of stuff I'll only wear ungloved uh, hands when I'm Got my hands in the soil. Ah, so I think of what you just said to us. It's very, very important to think before we do things. Absolutely. What Always are we have going a good to pair do? Pair of gloves somewhere. Oh, and, yeah. and and the gloves, obviously, very, very yep. important. Very good, thick gloves. Now, another part of the body, the head is also vulnerable to garden injury. Mm-hmm. A broad-brimmed hat should be worn, really, at all times of the year because we've got to protect the skin from the sun damage and the heat stress, and it's a very good idea also 
when we're talking about the head, to wear protective glasses to yep. protect the eyes and earplugs for the ears when performing activities like mowing, whippersnipping and when using any of the other noisy, noisy. electrical yeah, tools. Absolutely. So have you got some ear muffs or... I, I, I always pods. wear ear muffs when I'm using a, a, um, a, like a, a petrol motor. So like, And all I've got now in, in terms of a petrol motor is uh, the Molsha. And I yes. wear a pair of really good quality earmuffs, not just cheap rubbish you buy at Bunnings, but the good quality stuff. And I use, I wear a, a, a full face mask that's that's got a, a full screen that comes across the whole of my face. Wow! Because there's been times uh, when I've been loading the the mulcher up and yep. a bit has flicked up and hit me in the face. Wow! And you sort of think about how precious your eyes are, um, you know. So I only I only ever get round with. Um, a, f- a full face mask and then protective glasses in underneath that as well, just in case something just slips up. Yeah, exactly. Uh-huh. And so protective clothing, really, we need something that covers the whole body if we're talking about this because you, you should also be – there's, there's, there's the sun damage, there's the, the things that get thrown into your face from your mulcher, there are the animal and insect bites, mm-hmm. the, carts from the cuts from those sharp secateurs, as you mentioned, there are thorns, there are possible allergies from plants or animals. So we really need, as you said, a really good, strong, thick pair of gloves and the sunscreen and – you know, the right clothing for the job. Full, full, you know, mm. length, arms length, legs length, clothes that cover everything. Yeah, for sure. Um, and I and I think you've you've got to be sensible about what sort of clothes you are going to be using in the garden for the what purposes you're going to be doing. Mm. For instance, you know, if you're going to be mowing or brush cutting, you make sure that you've got full length pants on that yes. are not loose and sloppy That's that right. could get caught in machinery in some way. Um, you know, and, and just ensure that you've got some good sun sunscreen on your face, particularly on a on a day even you know when it's it's overcast, you can still get burnt. You know, and don't wear thongs. Oh, don't ever wear thongs. <laughs> no. <laughs> um, hydration is also very important. Yes. So a bottle of water beside you at you know out in the garden is really very important. Yeah, as I, well. I, I I call Leslie for a, a glass every now and again. I just holler out. Oh. Can I have a glass of water, please, Les? She's probably not there. You have to go and get it yourself, Keith, maybe. Oh, maybe. <laughs> now, due to the coronavirus, we're all now well-trained in mask wearing, and you mentioned mm-hmm. the mask, but that is, it's not just important to wear because when you're at the mulcher. There are a couple of reasons why we should be wearing masks, aren't there? Like when we're dealing with potting mix, potting for mixes, example. Potting mixes, yeah. There's, you know, there's, there's, there's Legionnaire's disease that you can, you can contract out of, out of potting mixes because mm. if it's a dry potting mix, it's even the worst mm. because it's the airborne particles when you open that bag that will be sucked down your, into your lungs and it can make you incredibly sick. Yes. So a, 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 good, um, a good mask, um, there's lots of those. You can buy, purchase the big mm. green warehouses that will ensure that you're going to be breathing Good clean air that's got no particles in, in what in whatsoever. And there's no excuse now that we're really all quite well. We're all yeah, we well all versed when it comes to masks. masks. <laughs> masks. And also dust inhala- inhalation is another thing. It's yes. easy to inhale dust with mulches and, and manures. And, and the other thing too, of course, is if you're using any 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 sprays of any sort, you know, mm. um, yes. that they, they're highly atomized. Some of those sprays, you know, whether you're using even even organic ones, you know, yep. you don't want to be inhaling those. No. Um, but if you're going to be using any form of a form of a, a, a chemical um, sprays, you know, for whatever, like for leaf curl or for you know weeds or whatever else, always wear some uh, wear a mask on those. 
instances. And we also have to consider visitors to the garden, like little little ones who might want to, you know, try out some of our berries or mushrooms that are in the garden. Not that they're going to come in with a mask on, but we've got to keep an eye on them, haven't we? We do. Because we don't want them ingesting anything that's uh, that's poisonous Nasty. as well. Now, what do you think is the most dangerous piece of machinery or equipment that's used in the garden? In my in your instance, garden. in my instance, it's uh, there's two of them. The one is the mulcher, which has already had a bite at me, mm-hmm. and the other one, of course, is the chainsaw. Oh God! Um, you know, you've, you've got to you've got to be very sensible. And, and I was lucky enough um, to have been, you know, brought up with the chainsaw from a very very early stage in my life. So I had people that were, you know, showing me the correct way to to, to hold the chainsaw the correct way to cut with a chainsaw and all the rest of it. Um, and, and they can be incredibly dangerous, you know, not just the cutting part. I, and I had a, I had a, a friend whose father was, um, was, was cutting some firewood up um, and he was kneeing on the ground with, with the, the chainsaw and the chainsaw was in front of him, which was perfectly safe. But the, the, as he was cutting through one of the pieces of, of wood, it was flicked by the chainsaw bar up and hit him in the chest, Ooh. and it killed him. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh. just a, such a sad story. I wasn't expecting to hear that. Hit him, hit him, hit him right, right in the heart. Oh, the poor thing. Yeah. That's terrible. So you, you know, you, you've just got to have your wits about you Absolutely. all the time with, with, with using any of this sort of equipment. Yeah, I mean, because you know, there's the lawnmower. Yep. that's dangerous. There's the whippersnipper, the hedge trimmers, a flower pot can fall on your feet. Ladders are terrible. <laughs> ladders. Yeah, I'm not oh. ladder anymore. Yeah, and you, what is it? The three points of connection you're supposed to have, and yep. I often only have two. Yeah, I know. So I'm very lucky to be here. Um, now I try not to use anything with an electric cord, as I'm always frightened of cutting through it and electrocuting myself too. There's that. Yeah, which is a bit scary. I, I, they're, they're they're pretty good today. I mean, they're, they're, they've got a lot of inbuilt safety safety mechanisms. mechanisms yeah. You know, so I, I used to have have one uh, electric cord that I used for um, the hedging. And this is going back years and years ago, um, and and the actual cord started off to be about you know about two meters long. But by the time I'd finished cutting over a few couple of years, it was probably around about thirty centimeters long. <laughs> so I went through it that many times. But you're today, still with us, you're still here. <laughs> yeah, it just makes this noise, and that's about it. Oh, okay. Blows the fuse and everything else. But today, there's you know we're we're into you know these battery powered, battery operated um, tools, which are just absolutely sensational. Yeah, I know. You, you know they're them. all compact, um, and and there's very little you know damage that you can cause from the electrical side of those machines. Okay. Moving on, something every gardener should be on top of is making sure that they're up to date with their tetanus injection. Are you? Yes, I am. I think uh, I've had a couple of boosters in the last couple of years. Mm, that's good. Well, I think I am My as well. My word. Yes. And I'll, I'll, t- I'll tell you another little one that, that, that um, crept up on me somewhat. Did it? And it and had the, the biggest reaction that I've, I have ever had was um, the beehive. Your little Girls. All my girls. Your well, girls. one day I was out, out, out there, and I was filming them actually, and I, I was about four meters away, and one of the one of the girls came at me, and I thought, well, I'm not going to brush it away because I don't want to upset you know her and all the rest of it, but she stung me right on the nose, <laughs> right between the two nostrils on the nose, <laughs> and my whole face blew up because I think I'd had you know a few stings beforehand, so I was starting to build up this toxic. Um, oh. Reaction oh. to to bee stings, mm. so I ended up in hospital, and oh. I, I had a I had a um, one of the one of the, those shots that they give you the the, the uh, what do they call it? It's, um, I'm trying to think what it is. Yeah, yes, it's, yes. It's, anyway, anyway, adrenaline, 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 yes, adrenaline. Yes. I had a, an adrenaline shot. Yes. So now 
I have to make sure that if I'm dealing with bees, that I, I have got absolutely everything covered. So even taped up, I use gaffer tape oh, to tape up my sleeve and everything else. And before I go out and engage in the beehive, I take uh, an antihistamine. Right. So that, you know, if I do get bitten, it gives me a little bit of relief before I have to go and race off to the to the hospital. Oh. So that, that's just one thing, you know. We are lucky to be here, aren't we? Really. Oh. Look, I think we've covered just about every possible risk, unless you can think of something else. Well, you there can. are. There's lots Gosh. of other things that that you know that can be very problematic, and a lot of them are in your compost heap. Mm. And the few that I've just come up with are spiders. Oh yeah. Wasps. Um, centipedes. Scorpions, and these, these are all the things that, that live in that, that rotting regime. So you, this is another reason if you're going to be harvesting your compost, for God's sake, make sure you've got good quality gloves on because you don't know what you're going to be picking up. Mm-hmm. So there's lots of nasties and things that can go wrong in the garden, and you, you've just got to make sure that you don't cut corners and you know, take as much care as you possibly can. I think the best advice is to always be aware of your limitations and, as you say, to think carefully, as we said before, before doing anything. That way, you'll always be really safe, or you'll be safe to really enjoy what is a rewarding and healthy hobby. Thank you for listening to Muddy Boots. For more information on today's podcast, please go to muddyboots.net.au and happy gardening.